for Pacifica Radio. I'm Eileen Alfandari. An Afghan official and Iranian media say the Taliban have taken control of another one of Afghanistan's key border crossings, this time with Iran. It's the third border crossing the Taliban have seized in the past week after previously taking crossings with Tajikistan and Uzbekistan. Recent Taliban wins come as U.S. troops complete their pullout from Afghanistan. Their most significant gains have been in the North, a traditional stronghold of U.S. allied warlords. President Biden yesterday vigorously defended the U.S. pullout. Christina Onestead filed this report. We're ending America's longest war. President Joe Biden says the U.S. has accomplished what it set out to do long ago. The United States did what we went to do in Afghanistan to get the terrorists to attack us on 9-11 and deliver justice to Osama bin Laden. Biden says children of parents who fought in Afghanistan are also fighting in the country some 20 years later. And it's time to put an end to the intergenerational fight. I will not send another generation of Americans to war in Afghanistan with no reasonable expectation of achieving a different outcome. Biden also pledged to support the thousands of Afghans who have helped the U.S. military as translators, drivers, and in other jobs. According to a report from the Cost of War Project at Brown University earlier this year, the U.S. Special Immigrant Visa Program is backlogged by an estimated 18,800 applicants in Afghanistan and Iraq. According to the Cost of War Project, 241,000 people have died as a direct result of the war. That does not include deaths caused by disease, loss of access to food, water, or infrastructure. I'm Christina Onestead, reporting for KPFA. Haitian authorities say two Haitian Americans and 26 Colombians were part of the unit that assassinated Haitian President Jovenel Moise. Haitian police said they've arrested 17 people so far, are seeking eight suspects. Three others were killed by police. Colombia says at least six of those arrested are former members of its armed forces. Many Haitians are questioning the government's account. They wonder how the sophisticated attackers described by police could penetrate Moise's home, security detail, and panic room and escape unharmed, but then be caught without planning a successful getaway. President Biden and Vice President Harris met with civil rights leaders at the White House yesterday amid growing complaints that his administration and congressional Democrats aren't doing enough to push back against draconian restrictions on voting Republican-backed states have enacted. The meeting took place as Texas lawmakers began a special session aimed at adopting new laws restricting voting. During the meeting, Biden and Harris assured civil rights leaders they would push Congress to pass voting rights legislation while doing everything within the administration's power to secure full voter participation. Any such federal measure will have to overcome a Republican filibuster in the Senate. Vice President Harris followed the meeting with an address on civil rights at Howard University. Mary Sherman reports. Vice President Kamala Harris is going on the offense to protect voting rights, announcing a $25 million expansion of the Democratic National Committee's I Will Vote initiative. Your vote matters. Your vote is your power. Harris said there's a lot of work to do before the 2022 midterms to counter voter suppression efforts. This is not only about a national election. This is also about state and local elections. It's about who's going to be your sheriff or your mayor or your school board member. 
17 states have enacted voting reform laws this year, which Republicans contend are needed to strengthen election integrity. Civil rights groups called for the preservation of voting rights at a rally outside the Texas State House. Measures now under consideration in a special session would ban curbside voting and straight ticket voting and give new powers to poll watchers. For Pacifica Network and Public News Service, I'm Mary Sherman. California Governor Gavin Newsom is asking people and businesses to voluntarily cut their water usage by 15 percent amid the state's worsening drought. California's most important reservoirs will likely reach historic lows later this year. A hot weekend in the forecast. Weather forecasters warn much of the state could see triple-digit weekend highs. Aftershocks are expected for days following yesterday's magnitude 6 earthquake in the eastern Sierra Nevada south of Lake Tahoe. The earthquake was felt across hundreds of miles in California and Nevada. Pfizer says it's about to seek U.S. authorization for a third dose of its COVID-19 vaccine. But U.S. health officials say a booster isn't needed yet. The company says another shot could dramatically boost immunity and maybe help against infection from the Delta variant. I'm Eileen Alfandari for Pacifica Radio.